Okay, hi. So today we're going to talk about um, just broadly um, how identity plays into the lives of people in this country and lately the sort of trend that we've seen. First of all, um, I'm here. I'm David. Hello again. Uh, we have two new guests. Hey, I'm Maya. Hi, I'm Ella. I'm Sebastian. And uh, so as I was saying, we want to talk today about just broadly identity and the role that identity plays in politics in this country. So just specifically, first of all, uh, we've kind of seen sort of this uh, trend by a lot of people in the left, by a lot of uh, liberals in this country to sort of create these new terms that, you know, attempt to be more inclusive, more accepting, whatnot. And, and so this something that's cut on with a lot of people sort of become a lot more mainstream lately is the term uh, people of color, right? And IPOC. Yes. And IPOC. And which, which, was it IPOC? BIPOC. BIPOC, which I read today. I didn't know what it was. Um, I looked up an article and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, no, you can't. <laughs> it's like the LGBT, but like for all people of all races, except Why white. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What's the point of that? Why did I make that? No, it doesn't make any sense to me either. So LGBT is a term that's become just straight up mainstream all over the world. You know, it's it's something that is used to just, you know, talk about the gay community. You really say gay community. It's you an say, umbrella for sure. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, some people like to say LGBTQIA, LGBTQIA plus, plus, whatever, X, Y, and Z, doesn't matter. But the sort of lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer should, you know, cover most people within that term. Of course, you don't always make everybody happy. But people of color is something that is becoming like that. But I do think there are a lot of a lot of problems with sort of with that identity. So what do you guys what do you guys think about that? I mean I think especially like BIPOC, it's just like why why add people of color when it's already black men's games, you know? Like it's already like it's already said. Right. So for yeah. who doesn't know uh, this this is a term that's kind of becoming an add-on to the people of color thing, which is black and indigenous people of color. I don't really yeah. see the point so, of it. But. No, okay. So this is what, like, what I've read that they say BIPOC now is to put more emphasis on the black and indigenous, and within America at least. It's, um, where did I read it? Mm, just to make it more inclusive, they're basically <laughs> saying. My it's just emphasis. I get that, but my theory is that, like, being certain minorities in this country gives you obviously gives you status for some people and by the way i know it's a criticism of the right but i think in a lot of instances it's true that like if i say um like there's certain identities that give people um points for victimization and it allows them to say things in this new age of identity politics and i think those umbrella terms following i think those umbrella terms serve to like put those together and so like I let's say I, I'm bisexual. It's not as powerful as saying I'm trans. So what I'll say is I'm LGBT. You get what I'm saying? And I think the same thing is happening with like when I read the the IPOC, I thought this is the same thing. It's just a general term to define a bunch of minorities to put them together. But at the end of the day, I don't think that's productive because I don't think I don't like identity I don't politics. It, I don't think it's productive either. Like I see why they want to be more recognized and put more awareness towards it, but it doesn't help with the overall. 
it just furthermore divides, I think. And I also see how like black and indigenous people are probably the most like oppressed in American history, but in like very different ways. Right. So there's no reason to group them together. To group them together. Yeah. And let alone, I mean, we've had how many groups in this country that have been marginalized? We can talk about how the Chinese were treated back when they came over here. We can talk about the Mexicans. We can talk about the black community. We can talk about indigenous people. We can talk about the different all the different nations in this country, Native American nations. We can talk about the Irish. We can talk about the Vietnamese. So why are the we Scottish? Scottish, right? So how, why are we? So I think it's just it's a kind of like a double-edged sword in the sense that you're trying to be inclusive by putting everybody under one mantle. Mm-hmm. When there's no cultural reason, there's no historical reason. And it's also symbolic. To do it's that. Not, you're not actually being inclusive. You're being inclusive, like in words. In like, words, yeah. right? Because, because, yeah, it's. I think it's part of this fight to like end racism by just like ending racism, but you can't do that. There's, there's, there's a deeper context, uh, and that's what I wrote about in the, um, in in in, in the latest article in politics. But that's the thing that this this identity politics, what it's doing is that um, it's ignoring the root of the problem. It's ignoring the history, the background, the culture of people, and the fact that every single minority is affected by different issues. Mm-hmm. Like it's not discrimination. Like yeah, it's that. So why do we group them into this people of color? It's like if you're black, just you know you're, you're still black, right? Yeah. You don't have to say. I mean, you can call yourself whatever you want, but I just don't understand what's the consequence and what's the function of putting everyone who isn't who doesn't meet the sort of vague standard of white quote-unquote white mm-hmm. under a mantle why like why do that mm-hmm. and there's there's also a constant need right now i think that like i don't know i think for our generation everyone's looking for their own identity do you oh, yeah. feel that how like everyone needs to have their own identity <laughs> and they he needs like, to they want like, <coughs> threshold, like- like this is me. I'm this label, that label, this label, that label. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. No, what? Yeah, we should know about the history of that. We should. How, how did that come about? When did that happen? Okay, so um, the the people of color term. I mean, you have to look at it kind of the, the semantics, the meaning of that word. So, people of color. Where does color come from? I mean, that's not a new thing. That's something in this country that. I mean, for a very long time, the politically correct way of referring to the black community was not black. That's a modern thing. That's something that came about in the, I think, 80s, 90s. Before that, I mean, in documents, in the media, it, it was, this is a colored man, this is a colored woman, this is the, the, the colored people. I mean, it wasn't offensive. Now, it's since it's such an antiquated term, it's, it's both derogative but it's also we see with the whole people of color term sort of this attempt to recycle that and to make it into a a progressive term which yeah, i don't I, like i don't think there's anything wrong with that like i have like like obviously other issues with that term like that we already talked about but it's mm-hmm. like just recycling it from like its history like like queer you know like like they mm-hmm. did that too it's not like i don't think that's the problem with the word right no it's not the problem with the word it's the problem that that word was a part of a society that was literally based on codified separation of people, codified and, and social separation of people. So you take yeah. that word from back then and you're like, holy shit. You guys heard that? Yeah, Why went out? Oh, went out. Do you think, do you think this is what Hillary Clinton? Do you think it's Hillary Clinton? Oh my God. No, it's the Russians. They're attacking the, they're attacking the electric grid, bro. Jesus Christ, bro. Oh my God. That's scary as fuck, bro. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> History. 
I never, I, like, I don't know how we got to this point. That's what I want to know. How we got to this point where, um, like, everyone's, everyone needs to fit under a certain identity. And then we need to start clutching all those identities together. You get me? Yeah, but I think it was Allah who said that, that you know, it, it is sort of like a very, very new trend that our generation and also, not only Gen Z, but also a lot of millennials have sort of this whole thing of, I am... You know, this is my sexual identity. This is my ethnic identity. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, well, I was in this class called Human Sexual Behavior. It's a great class, but it's very indoctrinating, I guess you could call it. I'm not hating on it, though. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, Um, there was a lot of different categories, like gender, um, your sex, your sexual orientation. It was like all these categories. Like, and it's just like, why can't we just, why is it like, it's like a bio. It's like a, literally like you're meeting someone. You're telling them your whole biography all at once, and it's right. just like that comes with time as well. I feel like when you're starting to meet someone, you're not gonna be like, "Hey guys, I'm a lesbian." Like you yeah. don't need to. I yeah. feel like, you yeah, don't, like, like it, there's it's more. Cool if you want to be expressive about it, but I don't find it to be a personality trait. No, I mean it, it shouldn't be. That's what, if your personality is based on your sexual behavior. I feel kind like of, it's because a lot kind of, of like problem, yeah. a lot of like <laughs> politics has become like identity politics. So people, I feel like people need to show like where they are, like where they how they identify with those labels to show where they are like on the spectrum. You know yeah, what I mean? when that com- when like, that arises. Yeah. But and also I think it's a thing of, are, I mean, is that identity helping you understand yourself, or is it for other people? Is it sort of like for you to? portray yourself a certain way to other people to try to yeah. get people because they're pre-established a lot of the times it's pre-established like you don't know how many times people have like um oh you're latin um fucking you like empanadas right like trying to be woke <laughs> it needs the complete opposite or like when i'm jewish or like, or like it's just so crazy and, and sometimes it's very negative. And so, it's all different too. Like I've been learning a lot how like like South America. It's not like you can just call them South American. Like there's so much more to that as well. Like you can't like when you're going to talk to a person about their culture, genuinely try to learn about their culture. You know what I mean? Not be like, oh, you're a person of color, so like you obviously deal like yes, you deal you deal with X Y and yes, yeah, of yeah. So it's just like. What do you actually like go through? What do you actually like as a like? I feel like so much of it is just like category, like yeah, groups. It's trying it's to like, simplify yeah. society with categories. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Trying to simplify people, trying to simplify the the, the sort of and the problem. And by by simplifying the the people, you also simplify the problems. Of course, because you're like of course, because mm-hmm. yeah, because you, you can... shift the conversation from what are your material problems? <laughs> how are you? You know, how, like, what is your problems with paying for rent? What is your problems with paying for college? What is your problem with you don't feel safe going out? What is your problems with I can't take care of my kids because I'm working a job and daycare costs X and Y? To let me call you something. Let me recognize your your. Let me whatever, understand your, your diversity. Yes, let me recognize your personhood it. with giving you a name. Which, like, no one gives – I don't think people care about Jen, that. And that's like, a very important thing. Most people in this country, I don't think, care about those sort of things. If you're a, if you're a person, you want to be well. And I think that's the situation and the situation for 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 black people in this country, for black communities, is that they're not well. But that's not because um of intolerance, that's because of systemic issues. That's because of mass incarceration. That's because well, of I, I no public health care. But I don't think it's a problem of you know black people not being called a certain word. No, I think it's just like a historic intolerance is translated to like current like systemic approach. Well they go hand in hand. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah. That's not like one is taken over the other. But it's really a way to divert, divert. Like I was talking in my article, all of this diversity training 
that corporations are having right now. And and like I work at a company um, who has a public figure, and 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 it's all the same. Every company needs to release a statement saying we support diversity, we support uh, black people, and like that's just diverting. That's just diverting all of the all of the energy that was put at first right. in the yes, approach. changing the face, not changing the body, right? Not changing how the body functions. Yeah. So on that note, I wanted to go two things. So I think you are having the sort of, I would say authoritarian trend within a lot of people on the quote unquote left to mm-hmm. sort of like, with the whole cancel culture thing. Mm-hmm. With the whole, you know, social media is becoming, for a very long time, is becoming a more and more popular platform. You know, the internet is sort of like this perpetual archive we're, yeah, we're in the of your age life. Of information. Right. We have everything available. And yeah, we don't know anything, as Chomsky said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know anything, yeah. yes. Uh, and uh, so, you know, our culture is changing. You know, our humor is changing. It's sort of becoming a more unforgiving place to, to sort of be. Yeah. And I think it's, a, it, it's very dangerous in in many ways because once you start trying to police humor once you start trying to police speech to try to make speech more inclusive to the standards of whoever is loudest and did the most research on how this person did x and y i think you're i think you're threatening society and And yeah and i was listening to a podcast by kyle kuliski and if you think about it yes bro just being honest listen nothing wrong with that um, no, he was saying how how culture. that is dangerous, especially for the left, because who's been he was saying who's been canceled the most throughout history, mm-hmm. whose speech been canceled the most? The left, the left, of course. In the all of the all of the all of the genocides that happened in Latin America in the eighties back in oh, the United yeah. States, that's still canceled to this day because it wasn't talked about. Oh yeah, no, definitely. That's something very important that you're talking about right there. Of how historically, not only in this country, because in this country we had a McCarthyism, we had you know, they have a committee of House of Un-American Activities mm-hmm. where, you know, you know a communist, are you a communist, are you affiliated with communists, are you in a labor union, yeah. are you organizing? Are and you it's talking? interesting that this is not even the government doing this, it's the people. This is sort of like an organic, so yeah, yeah right? very much an organic sort of grassroots For sure. thing that's been springing up. And so the left's role has traditionally been to not always of course you've had very uh, like now you're seeing very authoritarian sort of unforgiving people on the left but mm-hmm. generally the left has sort of been the counterbalance to the authoritarianism of the government in this country to the authoritarianism authoritarian culture that we have where we sort of mm-hmm. shut down organizing shut down mm-hmm. anti-war movements shut down environmental movements and so when once you start getting into that where you kind of need to meet these these standards of social media of how pure you are yeah you kind of lose that fight that you're that you, where you're actually fighting for actual things yeah i don't and that's 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 where the the issues got lost yeah that, that's where the simplifying of the issue is you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think if you ask uh anyone of our age uh who's posting constantly on their instagram i think if you ask 95 oh, percent of them yeah. they don't really know about issues they don't really have 
an I agenda. Was like, oh, yeah, with all I'm the not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, something. Oh, something. Oh, something. Yeah. And, like, I wasn't really involved in understanding what it meant, or I would just look at the headline. Like, I was like that for sure. Oh, of course. For a while. And it's hard not to because you, you kind of see everybody saying, you have to care about this. You have to care about this. Yeah. You have to repost this. It's not even about go read about it, go see what. No, it's go post it. Go post yeah. it. You need to post it. You need it. to look like you're concerned right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you need and, to look like you are, like, it's about woke. Like, and it's not even coming from a bad place because like each people want to do something. It's coming from a great place. Yeah. But it's being done, it's being executed in a very simplified manner. Like, like I think we talked last time about the conflict in Yemen. Yeah. I see a lot of people now on Twitter, on Instagram, sort of like, yeah, there's oh, kids dying in Yemen. It's, it's a trend. And it's what it Same becomes. with the murders of Breonna Taylor. Like that literally became a quirky little trend where you just, oh, you yes. just post whatever and you say, oh, have you forgotten about the murders? Like, And it's just like... Or like, the, the let's talk about the... What, what was the name? I can't pronounce the name that said the anti-Semitic comment. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson oh, yeah. said one anti-Semitic thing, and now the entire community. Oh uh, yeah, like no one who's ever spoken before about like, <laughs> about yeah. like anti-racism, anti-Semitism. All of a sudden, they're like, "Oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened." Yeah. Like, well, you know how many people say anti-Semitic comments every day? Like, did you know that there's governments around the world that uh, that that kill Jewish people? Did you know about those issues? Like, not I don't. Think... Yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about, I mean, maybe if they yeah. want to talk about it, they're welcome to. But for me, it just doesn't seem like that. It, it's putting the wrong attention. It's just kind of productive. Like, it's what's it doing? Yeah, of course. Because yeah, okay, you cancel out Deshaun Jackson. He's terrible, and he is. You know, I mean, if, if you look at the comments they made, they were just ridiculous. There was, it was, it was like, oh, you know, Hitler. Uh, it was literally a Hitler quote about how, oh, the black people are the real children of Israel, and the Jews have stolen that label oh, from black Jewish. people. And once, yeah, and once the, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jews recover that label, it's, and but it's, like I would so read like that, ridiculous. and I would like scroll down and it's be like, what is this? It's ridiculous. <laughs> so if you're, if the whole, and I don't want to say the whole Jewish community because, because that, obviously that's not the case, but. If a, a big portion of that energy is going into canceling this one individual, what is the consequence? What are you accomplishing? What are you getting out of it? I mean, sure, the guys. But did you really learn? You know what I mean? Right. Or what's the point? That's what I've been trying to figure out. Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? It, 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 the whole putting your energy towards let's sort of root out everybody in society that's, you know, I don't like, that's been doing wrong things, that's, that's you know, made this joke that I don't like, that, you know, back in the day they said something that I don't agree with now, but back in the day they, they did this performance or x and y and z it's just like i guess the point like it's, it's a never-ending fight yeah it's sort of like a cult it's like a maoist sort of thing like cultural revolution let's change all of culture yeah that's the that's, that's what it. i want that's the, i think the culture, point yeah. is to achieve yeah. a collective view on all issues uh -huh. it's like this it's is what not, we think it's never gonna everyone's gonna hold, i mean as long as america is about free speech there's that's always gonna be a different <laughs> opinion yeah and as long as people people say it's the right issue free speech it's not it should be an all people's issue. No, I and like, and well, like, and the right to hypocrites and like, that's when it thing. comes to, 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 to free speech. Absolutely, yeah. completely not hypocrites when it comes to. Yeah, like, is that the point? Is that speech? what we want? We want like communist China, where like there's one culture and one way of thinking no. about things. No, we don't. No, we don't. And it's also, it's first of all, it's not something desirable that we want to go in this endless task of cancel, yeah. cancel, 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 cancel. But it's also. Not possible. You're never gonna get. There. And You're most never of the things know. that are canceled, like you know that tweet that happened, I think it was like Kevin Hart, like in 2000, like he was about to do an award show, and then people started finding tweets in 2008 about. I watched the documentary. That, yeah. Yeah, about so, him, he said like tag in one of his tweets, um, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And then he couldn't host the show because of something that happened like 10 years ago. Yes. 
And it's like, not like you can't change it. Like it's canceled culture. You know what I mean? It's just like, like it's not like an official punishment or whatever. It's just like like people think like this now. Yeah. But it is like it's be it started as that, but now it's becoming an official punishment. Where like, all right, if you're not a you're business, done. you can't. If you're a business, yeah. You can't, you can't, like, you, you can't, we can't support this business. Um, we, no one can give this business a platform, uh, and we as a society will finish this business, which, <clears throat> like, I don't know, I have conflicted views because I used to think that that's good. That's something good about capitalism that we can collectively, um, but we gotta, but we also gotta leave room for growth. We can't just. Yeah. These are cancel people. people forever yeah. yeah yeah but also like because it's just like a culture it's like there is redemption you know what i mean like there's yeah. no like they're not going to execute you like they just they just like cancel you which is just like a word and people like hate you but you do have like it's, space for redemption. but that's the thing with people like celebrities and stuff like that it's all about their reputation celebrities need a reputation and when that reputation is dismantled when they find something from their past they lose their yeah, their, they their lose, status which is yeah, what they live and on. validity and all that stuff and also there is such a thing as going too far where we we can't say certain things anymore it's mm-hmm. like okay you can't yeah, say that and anymore and, and for comedians it's like that's the, that's their thing <laughs> it's saying things you're not supposed to say also, yeah i think it also becomes it's, it's two things so one of the things is that it becomes a weapon to sort of shut down conversations that you don't want to True. Okay. It, it yeah. becomes absolutely an excuse of okay. So let's talk about you know. Uh, for example, I'm just going to give you an example. So there's a lot of more than the general population in the black community. There's a lot of homophobic mm-hmm. attitudes and perceptions to this day. So if you bring that up, they're going to tell you no, you're being racist and you're not understanding where that comes mm-hmm. from. So let's not talk about that. You can't talk about that. You're not black. So you know. And then, for example, uh, you want to criticize the actions of the government of Israel, the actions of, of the Israeli military. No, that's anti-Semitic. Shut down. You can't talk about it. You're not Jewish. So what, what are we going to deal with these issues collectively? Are we going to try to get solutions? Are we going to are we going to try to deal with problems or are we going to shut them down based on identities and based on you can't say this, you can't say that? And it's harmful too. I was thinking about this, and this is probably what turns so many young people to the right, to the alt right, and 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 organizations yeah. like that. It's the fact that they see the left as this like, uh, we're gonna censor you. You can't say anything because that's been that's it's become radical. the that's become the one issue of the right wing. Well, of course, because they, they can't go out and tell people, yeah, you should keep paying whatever you're paying in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should keep making your shit wages. Yeah, you you don't deserve paid vacation. Ready? Yeah, fucking like whatever. So it's like they have nothing to fight on. They, I mean, the the one issue. It makes sense, right. and it's the liberal Democrats who who were were doing this. And if you want to talk about the liberal Democrats, yeah. let's talk about the liberal Democrats. Because <laughs> big thing this campaign season has been, it's such a contradiction. So the nominee of the Democratic Party is not a sort of young, dynamic, no, 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 superficially sort of exciting person. No, it's literally. A member of the oldest guard of the Democratic Party. I mean, yeah. a literal relic of the past. It's a walking monument to what the party used to be back in the seventies. And so, like the fight that he was fighting for segregation in a time where it was woke. <laughs> no, dude, literally, a guy who worked with literal white supremacists in Congress to say, you know, I'm not really comfortable with you putting the white kids in the, in the buses and sending them off to black community, to the black neighborhoods yeah. and whatnot. So, and this is the result of the Democratic Party sort of holding on to this, to the most popular sort of remainant of the past administration, which is 
Oh, okay, Obama. So this guy was Obama's. That's how BP? I first saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Obama's BP. Like, oh, so he's God. like Obama. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he's a good character. Like, all right. And I'm not even talking about his policies. Like before he ran, like you, you thought of Biden and like you thought of hugs and love. Yeah, no, you thought yeah. of just like oh, you know, that's a guy who's kind of you know, he's a little, little goofy, but he's a good guy. And to his, and, I just remember him as like his aviators, just fucking vibes with the ice cream cone, whatever. And to his credit, that's not that's the thing. Like to, to Biden's credit, he's a nice guy, and and I I, I believe that he's been. He's been wanting to do positive throughout his life. Mm-hmm. However, um, we need to stop. We need to stop. Like, get that factor. How nice of a guy is his? I don't know. He's a nice guy, but so I mean, that, that's kind this, of. Let's tie this into cancel culture. Mm-hmm. So, like. Right, but I, I didn't get what I was trying to say, which okay. was what. So Joe Biden, I think, by and large, is just kind of like a mascot of like, oh, let's go back to normal. Let's get, get rid of Trump. And so you've had this sort of to, so kind of to kind of counterbalance that. Okay, we got this old white man at the top of the ticket. Oh, we're going to have a woman vice president. Oh, it's a, so he said it in the debate. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a woman oh, yeah, vice president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this has become a huge thing in, 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 the, in, in the Democratic mm-hmm. Party. Oh, woman. What woman is it going to be? Is it going to be a black woman? Is it going to be an Asian woman? Is it going to be? And so you're missing the point. I mean, what does it matter if it's a woman or if it's old man Bernie Sanders and the, and the vice yeah, president? I just want someone good. Right, and what are your policies? What are you? What are you going to change in society? What That's are What, what are your like. projects? Mm-hmm. It's a tool. If you think about it, it's a tool for the Democratic Party to be able to do stuff that it's not progressive at all. Them saying, "I can," I'm bringing a, a VP woman, supposedly counters all of the the mm-hmm. non-progressive policies that they have. And he shouldn't the be like that. Appearance the non-progressive appearance. The non-progressive appearance. He's like, "Oh, okay, so um, right, we can't have health care, uh, even <laughs> though it's the." No more concern, but we can bring a VP woman. Yeah. So, and like we're gonna look at this two years from now, and we're like, why did we do? We're this? not gonna legalize marijuana, but we're gonna put yeah black woman on the ticket. Did you see the task force conclusion? I did see the task force. No, was it? What did it say? Nothing. Oh. So, no conclusions. No, I, I, yeah. nice, that's good. That's a good summary. So, um, <laughs> Nothing will fundamentally change. So when, yeah. so when Bernie dropped out of the Democratic Party, him and Biden sort of came to this agreement that, okay, we're going to have different task forces to work on different issues so we can mm-hmm. get a platform together. Mm-hmm. And um, the conclusions of this uh, task force, on a lot of things, I think they, they came with very good things. So, for example, they, they said that, uh, and again, keep in mind, this is just, just the sort of promises that they're, that they're making right now. But it's that, you know, if you make less than $125,000, we're going to have your college. We are going to forgive student debt for if you went to public university. We're going to put more money in Title I schools. We're going to cut down vouchers on these private school vouchers that are sucking away money from public schools and putting them in charters. But it's missing very important things. Like, I think the most glaring sort of failure of this is you're not going to legalize marijuana. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Are you kidding me? I mean, are you kidding? Eighty percent of the country at this point. I think more. I think like it's increasing. <laughs> like there's polls that say it's more than. It's, it's very popular. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. It'll literally improve people's lives. These people have had their life destroyed by a conviction. They've been in, in, in jail for life. They can't get a job. They can't vote because they were convicted of this thing. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, there's while by the way, in some states. Um, if you want to talk about identity politics, in some states, wealthy white people are already benefiting tremendously from the marijuana business. Oh yeah, they have business. the businesses off; they're profiting off of marijuana. Like yeah, and it's so cruel to like it's it like it's literally cruel, hurts and my it's, heart. It, it's a cruel thing. It's like it like they're petty 
it's it's a petty thing to criminalize someone who has like what like a dime on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not even a petty thing. That this have, this is the kind of stuff that's. If you have plants in your house, they're gonna lock you up. Like, why? but this is the kind of stuff that's systematic. When they say exactly. systematic racism, mm -hmm. this was designed to lock these people oh, of up. Of course, yeah. And it's still in place. So the United States is therefore systematically oppressing minorities by and jelly. disenfranchising people because those people are still in jail. It wasn't that long ago. The war on drugs wasn't no, that long ago. Also, those people are still no, in jail. It's also a, a new form of Jim Crow in the sense that back then it was, you know, the literacy test or the grandfather, the grandfather clause, or uh, you have to pay this poll tax. Now it's if you've been to jail, you can't vote. That is so fucked. Which is cruel. So if you're systematic, you have these policies that are systematically hitting the black community the worst, mm -hmm. hitting Native Americans the worst. And you're now you're saying you are in jail. You can't vote. You're literally taking away so much power from an entire community oh. in a systematic racially focused way so that's right there yeah it's motivated the the problem and that's right there a problem that our politicians certainly the right wing gives no fucks about <laughs> i mean they're the ones or orchestrating these things with you know help, democratic help yeah we don't even talk about the right wing because he's like <laughs> no they're just not they're just you know <laughs> you don't need to talk about <laughs> okay so overall i think um one of the biggest things that this whole whatever you want to call it, identity politics um, grouping is doing is it's it's making, it's forcing people into adopting ideologies and not really thinking for themselves, but rather joining a team. Um, a and what a, yeah. a trend, I am this, I am that. And what, what that like, and right now, most young people are Black Lives Matter. And that's why so many old people hate Black Lives Matter because they hate the things that are as associated with it. So all, what I'm saying is that this grouping... I think a lot of old people just don't like the concept of, of black people having... Look, I, I, right I on the last podcast, when you, when you called it, instead of saying black lives matter, you like, just call it the fight against systemic racism. Like, that's like a good way to put that, it. And, and, that, and that's the point, that many people don't like names like Black Lives Matter, like feminism, like all of this. But if you what's tied to it. Okay. I, okay, but if you look at the actual polls, in people, majority of people, Republicans now and Democrats, recognize... That there's systemic racism, which is absolutely insane. Like you that think majority of Republicans. No majority of Republicans are, but like, but more, majority but, of the but, country, but yes. majority of the country, yes. a growing number of Republicans are recognizing that. However, those people that are like understand about racism still don't like the left. Why? Because they associate it with all of the things that the are riots that and same. the anarchism and the breaking windows and all that shit. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I remember watching the news for like an hour, and all they did was go up to. They were like, "Oh my god, do you see the glass? There's a there's a little crack." Like, are you kidding me? There's people literally saying like, "You guys aren't helping." Like, there's been no. Oh change. yeah, we were yelling at the press when we were at the. At the Good. Yeah, <laughs> I was mad at that. Okay. I was like, "Oh, like, no, talk to us. Why are you yelling?" Yeah. You're on the other side of the Why street. Why are you looking at the like, store? Like, you're on the other side of the street. Like, you're on the street, and they're like, oh, these people over there. And they're like, you can go across the street and talk to them. They're, they're not like, there's not a, a war going on back there that you can't cross the street. They just street. want, like, that's, like, if a, like, an actual journalist wanted to go up, I'm sure anyone would be willing to talk about what they're standing for. Okay, I'll yes. just come out and say it. I think the majority of the people just want attention. The majority of the people who are actually, like, 24-7 on this issue 
just want attention. And the majority, like we were saying, the majority but of the country. The issue, no, some of them really, like the people that Some of them really do, but that's that's day. the problem. Because I do, because I post. The way that you're doing it only on social media, then oh, yeah. 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 That's what you said before about like acting like you care or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the right team. So yeah. therefore, and I'm the fighting fear, the good fight. The fear of being canceled. The fear of being, the fear of being canceled is also. Yeah. And they don't even want to talk about it. Like they'll post about it and then they'll be like, and then someone will swipe up and ask and they'll be like, um, Lincoln bio. Lincoln bio. Only fans Lincoln bio. Did you even read it? Like, do you even like? No, but I support practice it. Practice what you preach. You know, mm-hmm. learn what. You and it's also the same exact post a lot of these people. Yes. They oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Go to this, sign this petition to end the war in Yemen. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, like, are you fucking? You think it's? Yeah, that's not gonna end the war. You fucking said it. Boom! It's over. That's not gonna end one battle in the war in Yemen. Are you got a fucking petition. Like, are you kidding me? And you can put that on a resume. Sign the petition. Sign the petition to end the war in Yemen. Are you fucking kidding? It's not gonna end the war in Yemen. It's not gonna work. And when the, the war ends, and the famine in Yemen. But the war is even if it's even more like, crazy because it's like not at all in our control. The famine is in our control. The war isn't. You know, hey guys, do you want to sign a petition to end racism? To actually help with like the famine, famine, that's like that's like U.S. shit. Like that's our fault. This U.S. Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, Gulf Gulf states. Whatever, yeah, but I'm saying that we do have control. But the war, like we don't. Yeah. Right. It's just, you need to understand that when you're talking about something like a war, a famine, sort of like this. Like the 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 Muslims in in China being put in the concentration camp, sort of like these geopolitical issues. You need to understand that it goes a little bit. It goes. It's a complex issue it's that that goes beyond you putting a, a fucking petition in your goddamn stupid <laughs> fucking story. Like it's not. And you know, and some of these some of these topics don't have easy answers, and they don't have satisfying answers. They don't have answers that will say this is what we do so that we can make it better. Some of them, it's just. Yeah, that's what people want to think, though. They're like, oh, if I do this, at least I'm helping out and I can go to sleep. It's like, no. Yeah, and not, no. To be radical, not to be radical, but this has always been done to maintain the status quo, to not do actual real change. Because all of the corporations and, that support the fight against racism, none of those support no, none no. of those su- support and, and reforming the, the, the criminal mean, system, and none of them report. Some of these companies that say Black Lives Matter, do Black Lives Matter in Africa with your fucking workshops and, yeah. your, and, and your mines where you have 300 kids and then there's armies. Do their lives and they matter? Have, and they have armies in the Congo pointing rifles in there. Does it matter then? How about your you conflict guys? diamonds from Angola? Do, this matter? do Black Lives Matter then? Yeah, it's like, you don't understand. Like, if you think a company yes. can say Black okay. Lives Matter, you don't understand how fucking capitalism, <laughs> global capitalism works. Let's, get it. let's talk about We're this, Jessica. Okay. Oh, oh, it's a Chinese company. Okay, it's like I know they came It's like a, a white girl, white girl jewelry company. Yeah, you see but it's I'm just sure. like, but it's just like it is based in China. Like they designed the shit there, so it's just like it's like we can't expect them to like. Okay, we get context and stuff. Oh right, okay. So she and this like online like sweatshop clothes store whatever super cheap yeah super it's cheap. <laughs> um super yeah they released this necklace that's like a swastika okay it's a chain necklace and now all like everyone on instagram is just going crazy mm-hmm. absolutely Wait, disgusting absolutely yeah. yeah everybody just said oh my god cancel this company cancel this company it's just like you're like, all of a sudden whoa we're not conscious consumers like you've never like yeah you've never been conscious consumers. <laughs> also yeah there's you a lot of reasons not to support that company like, and they also, probably are using sweatshop labor like why close to but the swastika thing is like you are buying from a chinese company okay like it means something else to them and it's just like i understand that the meaning did change the meaning changed like in the western world you know for them the meaning of the swastika didn't change i get that but for me when i when i hear that argument a little bit i think like they, the word swastika is still there, you know. 
But that's what it's called. But the worst. But are they talking? But are they talking about Nazis? But are they talking? But the word swastika is not a German word. It's a it's a, it's a Sanskrit word. It's a word that comes from very very ancient Indian culture. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It was appropriate. It's not that it was. No, I get My concern is: are are those people promoting anti-Semitism and Nazi ideology? No, and it's not what the swastika represents. Then what are we talking? Here about? in the West, the swastika represented you know racial supremacy and murder and genocide and and war and whatever. Over there, it means something completely different. And it's like you can't ask people to change their entire culture based on the the political events that happened over here in the West. You can't, and vice versa. Also, were we going to cancel one each, each wrong company at a time? We're going to go through everything, everyone and every company and, and cancel them until everything's perfect? What's the point? Like, is that supposed to happen? And then everything's just going to be expensive. It's kind of like... It's just the way the whole... It's, it's globalization. Awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. It's, it, and also, it's, it kind of goes to... The, I think the final conclusion you make is that there's really no way to be a completely 100% sort of ethical consumer yeah. because consumption and production under our global system is very, very unethical, very Yeah, it's the whole system. Very exploitative environmentally. But there is a way to know. change uh, policies so that we change our structures and the way... Well, so I mean, there is a there is a way like that. if we wanted to we could easily um well if we wanted to we could we could we could huh, if we wanted to we could end we could we could limit the all of the companies that that emit fossil fuels we could do that oh, by do doing that. policies that's what I'm saying and we, but it's not a matter of that's a different issue I mean yeah I mean, everybody no but it's not because yeah. so you're right, you're right so I think the conclusion is. We need to we need to understand we need to all understand things better, and and like and because once we understand the the real the problems, complexity of the world, the complexity of the problems, we can we can start moving towards the solutions. Mm-hmm. And politics needs to be about policy. It needs to be a project. It needs, it needs to be about addressing issues, not about what you look like. And it's not are. about like painting the streets. No. <laughs> <laughs> or kneeling. Or kneeling. <laughs> yeah, because because uh, trust me, people don't care. It's like it's a it's a very I think it's a very high concentrated uh, a very concentrated number of, of 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 teens really focused on this issue. But the majority of the people don't. don't and it's also what you see like online on the media, media, whatever, because it's convenient to make it an identity issue. Yeah. Yeah. To not talk about how they're yeah. how the to media is policy, complicit yeah. in 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 a lot of these things. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Do we want to end it there? Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Thank um, you. Check out our blog if you want to get educated. Um, the Collective, that blog. Thank you. <laughs>